Explain um, to Hector what a Kaylee is. Okay, so you know when the little Irish people hold hands and they dance around in a circle? That's a Kaylee. Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. It's nice to see you, Hector. I mean, it's never not nice to see me, right? Yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point. So, um, what have you been doing? I hear you're busy as usual. Yeah, I mean, it's been a it's been a busy week um, working on that house that I'm flipping, and then uh, just getting ready for this weekend for the Lake Worth Street Painting Festival. So, a lot going on, man. Yeah, a sounds like it, man. On, yeah. So, when the Lake Worth Street Painting Festival happens. Um, are you involved in any kind of organization or that sort of things? Not so much in an official capacity, um, but the Lake Worth Street Printing Festival used to be run by a nonprofit organization, and um, uh, this woman, uh, Marianne, who started the nonprofit and started the Lake Worth Festival, and so for years it was her and her team and all that stuff. Um, somewhere along the way, um, I just, being one of the more local artists, I got more and more involved with them, and then... Uh, two years ago, uh, they disbanded the nonprofit. She retired, and she turned the festival over to the city of Lake Worth. Right. So when the city of Lake Worth took over, um, the girl that was uh, kind of heading it up there, she was reaching out to me for various projects, and I was kind of a go-to person locally for her. Um, she would bounce ideas off me. She would um, ask me about artists that that applied. You know, like what I thought of them, how good they were, how yeah. bad they were. You know, that kind of stuff. So she was she was always asking me questions and things like that. So it was kind of like their their local go to person, but I wasn't really a, officially involved in any kind of capacity. Sure. Um, well, she just left the city of Lake Worth two weeks ago or three weeks ago for another job, and so all of this kind of dropped into another girl's lap, and she's overwhelmed. Oh, man. So thing. so she is kind of going back and forth with me a little bit more yeah. than the other girl was. Um, and I'm trying to do everything I can to help her out so she's not like inundated, but sure. I have so much of my own stuff to do that it's hard for me to, you know. I believe it. You got to pick up a few artist friends as well. Yeah, I'm going to pick up. Uh, I got to go to Fort Lauderdale tomorrow at noon and pick up a couple artists, and I got to go to Fort Lauderdale first thing Friday morning and pick up a couple more artists. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. We're playing quite a lot this weekend too, aren't we? We are. We're playing uh, Thursday night at Propaganda. Looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. It's going to be an original show. Sessie. And then. Uh, Saturday, no, I'm sorry, Friday at O'Shea's, yep. our usual thing, and Saturday at Patty Max. Indeed, and then yeah. on Sunday, I'm playing at Guanabites. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, a bonkers, uh, yeah. A bonkers weekend. Yeah, and I'm painting I'm painting a, a postcard piece on the ground Friday, um, which basically is kind of a kind of a welcome to the Lake Worth Street Painting Festival type image. And then I'm painting a 3D wall piece, which is a corner, two walls, corner, and floor on Friday. Oh, cool. And then Saturday and Sunday, I'm doing my regular 3D piece. What's Saturday, the corner Sunday. thing going to be, dare I ask? It, it's going to be, it's the 30th anniversary of the festival, so it's going to be like kind of a selfie station, but it'll be 3D. Oh, cool. Yeah, so instead of just being flat on the ground, it'll be 3D with the wall and everything. It'll be like 3D giant pieces of chalk and like, you know. Three, you know, like lettering and stuff like that. Nothing, nothing spectacular. Gotcha. <laughs> well, I can't try to keep it. it simple because I got too much going on. You always do amazing stuff. Um, and I was, I promised the world to you, but then I forgot that my best friend Ollie is visiting from England. So. It's all right. We can give Ollie some paintbrushes too, man. He can help too. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we can speak to, speak to Ollie about it, see if he's up for doing some chalk art. Yeah. So we have, uh, yeah. So Ollie Bridgewater, my great buddy from since i was 13 years old i was waiting for you to say best friend and then i was like oh, oh. <laughs> well, um, we've known each other really. i already said that your we, other we, best friend <laughs> <laughs> we've, known each other, we've known each other since we were 13 which is a long time yeah it is a long time yeah so like uh let me see 30 years yeah yeah that's a long time totally yeah and you know you don't really i mean you change a little bit but like the core of it's pretty much the same yeah james yeah. was asking ollie um what uh things i used to do to, that annoyed him and he was like you know they were talking about how i'd like lose things and get like super stressed out about stupid stuff and always need to pee everything's this i've been the same guy it's the same it. same nothing's changed no nope. <laughs> <laughs> probably just got a little less drunk that's about it that's <laughs> but um yeah so what else has been going on we <clears throat> what did we do last weekend uh we had a few gigs last weekend we had a uh actually last weekend i did a street painting too 
And that's then, right. Yeah. I, that last weekend was the, uh, wasn't last weekend the crazy weekend? Um, last weekend was, so th- it was, no. No, we didn't. We only had one gig last weekend. It was Tiki weekend. 52. It was just, yeah, it was just oh, Tiki 52. Oh, I remember 52. what it was. Tiki 52 on, on Friday. And then on Saturday, we went and played We went and played that that gig that um, we for, completely forgot. Oh, we were, yeah. And it was yeah. out west. You want to explain the deal with that one? Yeah, so I, I don't know what happened. It, like, fell through the cracks. I guess the guy reached out to us and, and then... Um, you know, got all the information and then it was all agreed upon, but like he never came back and, and confirmed it. Right. Yeah. It and was s- just kind of like s- an idea. Yeah. In. Yeah. So it wasn't really on the calendar, like in, you know, in stone. And then, um, all of a sudden he reached out to you like the fri- day before. Day, yeah, yeah. Friday he reached out to you and he's like, all right, so I'll see you guys tomorrow. And of course yeah. we all panicked and we're like, what? Yeah. So, <laughs> so thankfully we were still open and we were still free. We were able to do it, but we had a really good um, time. It was a lot of fun. But what a crazy place, man. Huge yeah. piece of property out in Calusa. Yeah. Huge piece of property. And we were saying last week about how like it's one of the fun things about the job is you get to a little window into people's lives. You know? Yeah. And they built that stage, that big stage thing that we played on, like yeah. just for these parties. Yeah, like, I that, know. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's super fun. Yeah. Um, so we have Ali Hayes with us this week. How's it going, Ali? Not too bad. How are you? I'm very well. It's really nice for you to come and hang out with us. Um, we've known each other. What are you? It's like maybe like a year, a year and a half, and a something bit, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we know each other because through a mutual friend, I was told you were a musician, and so I got very excited about a, another person who plays Irish music coming, yes. being around. Fresh off the boat, straight <laughs> from the motherland. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you? Um, how did you come to start playing music? What was your like early musical life like? So in Irish primary schools, you're taught how to play the tin whistle. It's like a recorder kind of curriculum thing. Um, so we were doing that and really, really interested in it. So much so that I took lessons outside of school. Yeah. Um, you know, it was like... I didn't know you'd had like a lot of tin whistle training like that. Yeah, that's that cool. was the first instrument I ever learned how to play. That's awesome. I just don't play it that much. That's anymore. pretty wild that it's like a like is over here. Uh, you know, like recorders are what you do when you're in third yeah, grade. Yeah, I whatever. don't know if it's just me, but like the re- recorders sound kind of weird. Like, it does. It, I don't it, know. It, yeah, they're it's terrible. Yeah, they're plastic. The tin whistle is a lot easier because it doesn't have a hole on the back. Well, it has life. Yeah, it has life to it though as well. It just has this kind of the, the something about the recorder is so dry. You know, yeah. it depends on the recorder. If you get a nice wooden one, then like nice. a proper one, yeah. Yeah, but those little Aulos plastic ones are just. But a recorder yeah. feels like a kid's instrument. I don't know right. why. It always the, it always the, feels like a kid's the instrument. The tin whistle is alive somehow. Yeah. I, you know, it just I has a vibe it. to it. It's one of my favorites. I feel like a little forest fairy when I'm going around. <laughs> no, I hear you. I've played <laughs> quite a lot of tin whistle myself over the years, and I've always loved it. I I keep meaning to reintroduce it into Killbillies, actually. You little. should get a low whistle. The one that I brought. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember I think I was telling you, um uh I got a I got a G one, a big G one. Like the, Oh, the low one? Yeah. Oh, nice. And it um and then I lost it. Like I literally within three days of getting it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was a really nice one too. <laughs> I was so gutted. It was the worst. But um yeah, I need to get on that though for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> okay, so Tim Whistle was the, the beginning of that. Do you get any of your family musical? Um, my mom used to sing a lot in choirs. Like she used to travel around Europe doing like choir competitions and things like that. Um, oh, cool. My my dad did a similar thing yeah. when he was a kid. But yeah. was this like when she was like a, an adult? Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think she was like a kid, kind of slash teenager. Um, right. Never really went anywhere after that with it. Um, but my dad kind of plays guitar too. You know the band, the Water Boys. Yeah. Yeah. He introduced me to them. They were the first band I saw in yeah, concert cool. live. I love them. I think that's the, um, where we got the idea to play Raggle Taggle Gypsy originally. I love that song. Yeah, me I love too. That song. Me too. Yeah, I absolutely love it. So kind of like a little bit of music in there is some music. Kind yeah. of, yeah. I, I think it skipped a generation because like my dad's dad and mom were very musical, and right. like the whole other side of like my mom's like dad side of the family is really musical too. A lot of like traditional Irish stuff so I think that's where it comes from gotcha yeah. so where are you from in Ireland exactly County Clare okay. on the west coast um, what's the, the in terms of traditional music is um, what's the the scene like with that do you, do you grow up hearing it I 
My personal experience with it, I was exposed to it a lot in school. Like we would have like little Kayleys and little sessions and people would play the tin whistle and then I learned how to play the fiddle. Explain um, to Hector what a Kaylee is. Okay, so you know when the little Irish people hold hands and they dance around in a circle? That's a Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> like little leprechauns? Yes. Yeah, there you go. That's a Kaylee. <laughs> yeah, um, so... Okay, through just mostly through school. Through school, up? yeah. Um, yeah. And like being in school got me into doing other things outside of school. So like the tin whistle lessons were outside of school, like not with any of my peers. Um, and then like all the rest of it, they used to do like, we used to do a lot of stuff for St. Patrick's Day and like learning songs and learning dances, like leading up to it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. I, I quite like the fact that that's once a year and it's such a big deal in the US because it kind of, Every year it forces me back into learning more traditional stuff. I have an unpopular opinion about St. Patrick's Day. Oh, no, let's hear it. It probably is probably completely valid. Yeah. I don't really like St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> the actual day, for me, as someone who doesn't drink, it's is terrible. like a nightmare. It's terrible. But, like, that's the thing. It's become so, like, it's become so Americanized, one, and it's yeah. become so, like, commercialized and... People oh, you celebrate don't have an unpopular like, opinion. I 100% yeah. agree. There's just, a lot just, of people yeah. There's just like a that. nice side oh, effect. Oh, I'm, get, I'm getting to the okay, unpopular let's go, let's opinion. Go. So this is just like my take on it. I really don't like St. Patrick's Day. Um, so St. Patrick's Day initially was created um, in celebration of bringing Christianity to Ireland. Yeah, okay. Um, but in order to do that, you have to drive out what's already there you got to kill the belief system that's already there For sure. so they drove out all the druids and the pagans and yada 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 that's why they say like saint patrick killed all the snakes the snakes yeah. were like a symbol gotcha. of the, the celtic druids and things like that sure. so. no i hear you yeah. a lot of these festivals have have rather uh when you look into it you know it's like a christian um festival that's basically co-opted another one. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a lot yeah. of that. So what would you say um, in terms of your, uh, I know that you're a very spiritual person, but mm. how do you, how does that manifest itself in your life? Like what kind of things do you, do you, would you say you have a belief system? I definitely have some sort of belief system. Like whether I can verbalize what that is or not is up for debate. Um, I'm still kind of learning, like I'm only 22. I'm still kind sure. of learning like, what spirituality is um, and like what there's nothing that's like supposed to happen or you're supposed to experience it's just kind of like living one day at a time and yeah seeing what happens and like like in the the point that i'm at in my spiritual journey now i have changed my perspective on a lot a lot of things um especially like in like a short period of time i'm having like revelations every like three hours yeah. about all these different things and I think music helps with that a lot um, my favourite sure. band is Greta Van Fleet yeah that's it. I don't know you fan. mentioned you, you've been talking to me about them actually Cara you were telling me about the about the lyrical content in their music yeah and one of their songs probably <clears throat> one of their more famous songs is called Heat Above and the the last line in the chorus is life's the story of ascending to the stars as one and I think that just encompasses the whole idea of spirituality. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. The um so yeah, it was one of the big things that um every now and again weirds me out is how young you are because because you're very mature and Thank you. um and we've played a lot of music together and worked on music and things together and then every now and again I'll go Oh yeah, I'm like 20 years older than that. <laughs> the weirdest yeah. thing. But um, yeah, but we had some fun writing some music together, didn't we? Um, why don't you have a little explain to everyone about Deora Danu? Oh yes, starting Deora with what Danu. does it mean? So, where do I begin with this? We, me and Ben decided that we would write a song and submit it into the Eurovision for this year. We didn't get picked, unfortunately. That's besides the point. But the it's process. okay because we saw what did get picked. and <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, <laughs> personally. Um, but we decided to write a Eurovision song. And I don't know, like, I don't even remember how... That was so long ago when we wrote that. Yeah. Like, what was the first thing? What was the, the process? Did I 
Did I have like ideas in the beginning, like a basic idea of what I wanted to talk you about? You played me that song that, about oh, the environment. The, the seed, the seed by Aurora was a heavy influence on this song. Yeah, yeah. you pretty much. I remember it quite well. You're like, um, you, you wanted to write something that was like a bit of a call to action. That was like a that was about the environment and about like your roots and yeah. and and you know that and and ancient Celtic um, gods and goddesses and. Um, and then you played me that that song, mm -hmm. the seed, and um, and then I was like, and then we started talking, and we were like, because the the best kind of electronica that I can make really is dubstep, because I've done quite a lot of that. And then we had the folk instruments, mm -hmm. and then we were like, you know what? Let's just try and mash Put them together. together yeah. yeah. So what exactly for you know for the uninitiated? What exactly is Eurovision? Okay, so um, oh, do you want to explain? Actually, yeah. <clears throat> so every year. Uh, in Europe, it's a Europe-wide uh, competition, and each country sends in a representative um, to like represent whoever, Ireland, England, Spain, France, whoever, um, and they battle it out doing live performances, and then whoever wins, that country gets to host it the year after. Um, who's some famous people from the Eurovision? ABBA. ABBA. Celine Dion. I don't think she won it, but she was definitely on it. Yeah, there's a surprising amount of people that... Are a surprisingly few people from Eurovision are famous. Like they should be like way more. And the, and the reason is because they every year they pick the, the weirdest stuff. Yeah, like in the beginning, like when Riverdance Riverdance became famous from the Eurovision, that wasn't even like a thing that was like in the competition. It was like a halftime show or something when it was yeah. hosted in Ireland one time. Um, but yeah, that Riverdance exploded because of Eurovision. Um, every it it's often like kind of cheesy and and like lots yeah. of bright colors and kind of dance <laughs> routines and um and you know the, every now and again though something great comes out of it i mean we have abba because of it we and, do have you know, abba abba is a wonderful thing. main skin they're italian they're a rock band they're pretty good yeah they're awesome actually. they're really good we play the song yeah. in um we do a scar version of this song in my tuesday band that we mm. have here nice. it's awesome i didn't even realize they were a eurovision mm -hmm. band they're really good. Yeah, I like them a lot. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm downplaying it. Maybe there are some good Eurovision people. I don't know. Like, I, I've i not been following it in recent years because I personally feel like it's just gone to shit in terms of, like, what the show's supposed to be about. Yeah. So, like, this year, I I don't know what the standards were for this year, but we clearly didn't make the cut. <laughs> no, no, we sent this song in, and, that, and then w when we saw what won, it, I was actually kind of vindicated i was like well we can't compete with that i mean what even is yeah, it like, you know? i don't know i don't know <laughs> i really don't know i think but like in the beginning the eurovision was about like it was the main idea of it was like to expose the different countries to the different cultures that are surrounded in the, in okay. the surrounding countries you know what i mean yeah. so like and it was about the heartfelt lyrics and you know like grabbed the viewer's attention and made like we we tried to do like that whole idea of like the collective oneness you yeah. know like in that in the song that we wrote and that was like the idea of it's supposed to be inclusive and using words like you and us and we yeah. blah 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 like a call to arms kind of thing yeah, in fact before we now. carry before we say anything more about it let's uh let's just a little a little preview of yes. it yes right now yeah So um, that was like a verse and a chorus of the tune. Um, as you were, continue. One of the things I was I, I wanted to say about it was um, that I had a lot of fun making it because these days I don't get the opportunity to make electronic music as much. Mm -hmm. And um, I realized how out of date all my synths were pretty quickly. <laughs> I had to get some new stuff. But um, it, it was a lot of fun making it. And, um, you know, like, 
I reckon we should try and do a Eurovision song every year. You know, I think might, we should. Might well get in there one year. We'd have a whole album by then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like ten <yeah>. years time. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So, so you were um, using uh, the Irish language in words, right? Yes. Yeah. And what does it mean? So, where do we start at the beginning? Ismishna Korean means "I am the tree." So, the actually what I do, what I say in Irish in the beginning. Um, is the same as that English verse where it says, "I am the trees, I am the water." Right. Yeah, it's like that. That translation. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. No, it, it was really cool. You know, I don't know if you. I mean, I have some Irish blood, but I don't speak Irish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you, you do, and um, and that's something that I found really interesting. And just the fact that you've dug really deep into your heritage with the music and the language, I really respect that, and Thank I think you. it's cool. And um. Like when it comes to the um, Irish traditional music, um, you did, didn't you go to university for that? I did. I went to the Irish World Academy of Music and Dance in yeah. the University of Limerick, right, where right. I received a bachelor's in performing arts. In there voice. you go. Yeah. Nice one. And um, when it comes to playing um, the traditional stuff, what, what, who was teaching you all this stuff? So in the beginning, I... I went into that college course wanting to major in fiddle playing. Um, deep down, truly, I wanted to get a degree in singing, but I didn't think I was good enough. I was, I was like into singing when I was younger. I did like competitions and choir and all that. But um, I was told by some mean people in the playground at school that I could not sing, uh, so I stopped singing. I stopped singing. You were told you, you yeah, sing? that's crazy. I was told I couldn't sing, and I that stopped singing. I only started singing again very recently, like when I started college. Wow. I finished college in 2022, so it was like three, four years before that is when I started singing again. That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. But that was crazy. It's it's pretty amazing. Like um, it's pretty amazing how how cruel, cruel people can be. Oh, I know. And like being a kid and stuff too. Like that's why I'm getting all spiritual now. That's why healing your inner child is so important. Oh, um, yeah. But like, yeah, no, like kids can be so mean. And <laughs> and when you're a kid yourself, you you can't think of like, oh, well, they're saying this to me because they're hurting inside. A five-year-old's yeah. not going to know that. You know what I mean? So I believed them and <laughs> I stopped singing. <laughs> Well, thank God you started again. What's the um, when it comes to like um, learning the repertoire? Um, how you like? Where do you go to learn traditional Irish music? Um, a lot of my stuff came from like I could take option and elective classes in college where I could learn like shannos, the traditional style of singing and all the different songs. So that's where most of my material comes from. Right. Um, knowing a lot of like traditional singers and artists and just looking them up on Spotify, sure. having them on shuffle is yeah, like yeah. my main wave. That's it? the way yeah. I, that's the way I've learned them. And also I've got, have you ever been on the session.org? I love that website. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and I've also got, um, a couple of like just fiddle tune books, you know, that I'll mm-hmm. just leap through and try and find cool ones. Mm-hmm. That's the way I do it. So you were doing, you were doing, you said you started out with the penny whistle, but like at what point did you start doing guitar and fiddle and everything else um so tin whistle however long i did that in like my after school lessons and then my my tin whistle teacher his name is uh, michael grogan and he used to play the fiddle as well so he let right. me try it out one day and i was like oh i'm gonna ask santa for one of these yeah there you mom go mom and dad were like uh Send it for something else. Uh, I sent for a fiddle anyway, and then I started learning trad music on the fiddle, and then I did a complete one eighty and like learned classical music. So I was playing the violin then, and I did that for like six years. Classical oh, wow. music, six years. Nice. Did all, like all the grades, the exams, and stuff. Sure, I've um, done them. Yeah, and you're taking was, lessons and everything. Yeah, lessons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I actually stopped playing the fiddle violin for a while i was actually going to give up on music completely i was i don't know what was going on i don't know <laughs> but um <laughs> then i did um did my leaving cert which is like the big state exam at home and did music in that so i had to you know come up with like some practical songs and i played a few tunes on the fiddle i think as well so that nice. kind of got me back into it like having to practice for that um 
Yeah, and then I went to college, wanted to major in fiddle, but didn't think I was good enough. So and you know had stopped singing. But right. then when I was in college doing fiddle and like getting to sit on my own in practice rooms because I would never sing at home if only if I was home alone. Right. So I would go into the practice rooms and just like fire away in there. It is nice, isn't yeah. it? I remember that when I was at university doing music, same deal. I used to love those practice rooms, just being like, yeah, kind of like safe like, and just, you're there to do it and you just yeah. go and sit there. I've been there for hours practicing. It felt like a very safe place. I could never get even to a full hour though because like someone would come knocking on the door and be like, yeah. what are you doing singing? When you sh- like, Or what are you doing like playing fiddle? You should be singing. Like, what are you doing? Um, and it oh, was wow. actually one of my, my piano tutor, shout out to Aidan Boland. Love you, man. Wouldn't be where I am without you. Um, but he told me that I should swap to the to the singing class. Nice, no, okay. And I loved it so much. And I actually wrote my thesis in dedication to him because that's what it was about, was kind of like breaking the boundaries in terms of like what you're focusing on as a musician. Like yeah. you, can, you can be a jack of all trades, you know what I mean? Sure. Absolutely. You can play the banjo pretty good too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a, a, anything else in there? Like, um, have you, uh, you got any, oh, you, you play the mandolin? Oh, the mandolin, yeah. yeah. Uh, piano, baron, concertina. Yeah, man. The, well, I don't, I'm useless on a baron. I don't, I don't really understand how you're meant to do it. I'm out of practice. I, I don't have one, so I can't practice on one, but. How often did you, um, like when, like when you're in Ireland, uh, uh, did you regularly attend any sessions? Uh, in college, like when I was really getting into Irish music, I was going to sessions all the time. I yeah. was going to like, we went to the Birmingham Trad Festival and the Celtic Connections in Glasgow and oh, like cool. all the local folk festivals around mm-hmm. the place. Yeah, man. Has the- It'd be really nice if there was one round here. If I wasn't so busy with music and everything, I'd set one up. You know, it's just you get another thing yeah. on the list of things I'd like to do. <laughs> I would love one. I would love a session. Yeah, totally. So um, when it comes to writing your own music um, outside of uh, our uh, Eurovision um, aspirations, um, uh, what kind of music do you write? I don't really know what sort of style my music is. There's one song I would definitely say is like, Irish kind of I'm I'm singing in Irish in the chorus but it's not really like a traditional it's kind of got that like traditional folky like verse chorus standard kind of melody thing sure um but that one that I sang at the beginning well listen I think now is a great time for us to hear it yeah
561 Music and 561 Music Festival is sponsored by Steinger Green and Finer. I'm going to tell you a little bit about them and then I'm going to tell you how they're helping. So Steinger Green and Finer is the personal injury law firm you can trust to provide the elite representation you deserve. As your trusted personal injury attorneys, you can count on them to fight for your rights from start to finish. They have affordable services. Professional legal aid shouldn't cost a fortune. That's why, with their injury lawyers, you don't pay a penny unless they win your case. Their team of personal injury attorneys has the resources and experience needed to litigate with big insurance companies and deliver the results you want, achieving maximum financial compensation to cover the cost of your accident-related injuries and damages, from medical bills and prescription medication to car repairs and lost wages. Whatever type of personal injury case you bring them, their injury lawyer team can handle it. If you can't visit one of their injury lawyer locations, don't sweat it. Their 100% virtual communication options enable them to handle your case without requiring an in-person visit. Getting the justice you deserve has never been easier. To be real, we're incredibly thankful for them because without them, we wouldn't be able to put the festival on. They have sponsored the festival and it means that we can pay the bands. It means we can afford to advertise the festival so people know it's happening. And really, it just means we can do it. So the fact that they've reached out to us and they're helping out in the community, it means a huge amount to us. And we just want to extend our thanks to them. And it doesn't hurt that they're a great business as well. They are very easy to find online. Just go to www.injurylawyers.com. It's as simple as that, injurylawyers.com. So you'll be able to find them very easily. You won't be disappointed with their service. They're fantastic. Thank you so much, Steinger Green and Finer. You really have made a difference for us and you make a difference for a lot of people every day. Backsaver LLC Therapy is located in West Palm Beach, Florida, providing chiropractic care, massage therapy, and physical therapy. They are 561 Music sponsors 
and they're helping us put this festival on. We couldn't be more grateful for them. Um, they've done it before, and it's just a huge help. Um, so if you have anything uh, going on with your, your back in general and you need some chiropracting done, I don't know if that's how you say it, chiropracting. <laughs> if you need a chiropractor, you could do a lot worse than Backsaver. They're absolutely a fantastic company. I know Hector's had some work done by them, and they do a fantastic job. If you've been hurt in a slip and fall accident, Backsaver LLC will help you with your injuries. The worst thing about slip and fall accidents is you never see them coming. The slip and fall itself can be frightening and the injuries sustained can be detrimental. If you twist and fall in a bad or awkward position, your body will suffer the consequences. Injuries sustained in a slip and fall accident can be quite costly when it comes to paying medical professionals for treatments and pain relief. Backsaver LLC in West Palm Beach works to help patients recover quickly, physically, and also financially. It's one of those things that when you need it, you really need it. And if you don't think you need it, maybe you do. They're incredibly kind to sponsor the festival. Like I said before, we need all the help we can get putting this thing on. So thank you so much for sponsoring it and helping us with this podcast. We're just trying to bring local music to local people and build up the scene around here. And Backsavers helping us do it. So thank you so much, guys. Give them a call today at 561-684-8774. That's 561-684-8774. We are also sponsored by Oasis Root. Now, Oasis Root Carver Bar is in Seagrape Square on Indian Town Road. And it is a carver bar. If you don't know anything about carver, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water. And it has been in Polynesia for potentially thousands of years. It's, a, it's an old thing that um, they used for kind of ceremonial and also um, sort of ledger purposes. It, it's meant to be something where, you know, that brings people together. Um, you all take a, a shell of carver and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that. It's meant to be something to bring people together. It uh, has a kind of an effect, which is, I guess, a kind of a slightly warming effect. Uh, it just kind of makes you feel a, a, a nice. It's not particularly intoxicating it's not like drinking alcohol so the atmosphere in a carver bar is sort of like um a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house it's pretty chill in there um you get all sorts of different types of carver bars some of them are more like a club you know this sort of like black light and edm playing and some of them are more like a cafe this is one of the cafe type of ones it's it's super chill in there if you're looking for somewhere to i don't know maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends it's perfect for that kind of thing there's a foosball table in there if that's your jam or baby foot as they call it in france and uh yeah jim the owner is a really cool guy and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast so thank you very very much for that jim they also do a poker night in there all sorts of things going on at oasis root carver bar 561 Music is sponsored by Live Music Community. It's where we film the podcast that you're listening to right now, and it's also where I work. Gavin, Hector's son, was a student here for a long time, and in many ways he's the musician he is today because of the teachers at Live Music Community. We taught him not only about his instrument, but also about being in a band, and his band, Unemployed Youth, accomplished a lot of goals, mostly band etiquette, how to work together, and all of the nitty-gritty that goes into being in a band on a day-to-day basis. The student signs up for lessons, learns their instrument, joins a real band, and decides the direction it goes in. And we can take people from very young age, you know, six or seven years old, all the way up to 80. You know, there's no age limit here. Um, We run an adult program for people who want to be in a band as adults, but Really, the main focus is on the on the kids and getting them playing together and in bands. Um, we are also a studio, a live stream venue, and can, we can record audio or video. The Killbillies live album, Warts and All, was recorded here. It was recorded during a live stream that we did during COVID. Justin had a great idea to record live streams during COVID. A ton of bands came in and it was a real success. Um, But outside of that, we can record albums, we can help you with your EPK, and we have full audio-visual capabilities here. LMC is in Palm Beach Gardens on the northwest corner of Military Trail and North Lake Boulevard. It's north of the gas station right before you get to North Lake on Military Trail. And if you go to livemusiccommunity.com, 
You have all the information you'll need right there. All right, yeah, cool. I thought that was a really good time to stop the thing because we were just about to get into the song that you've written, and um, and I, I thought it would be great for everyone to hear it first. But before we get into that, do you have any advice for aspiring musicians? Oh, you've really gone and put me on the spot with that one. <laughs> <laughs> any advice for aspiring musicians? Just do it. Yeah. If you want to do it, just do it. Yeah, that's fair Fuck enough. anyone else's opinion. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. <Fair enough. laughs> Self-belief. You know? Especially those kids on the playground that tell you yeah. you can't sing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm telling mom on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that works. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about what that song was about and the writing process. So that was more on the, the lovey-dovey side of my my songs. My songs um, are usually kind of dark. Like that, they're usually like telling a story in a. What's the thing called hyperbole? When you're telling like one story, but it like means a different thing. Is that what? Um, is that what that is? Uh, uh, analogy. Analogy. Yeah. Whatever it's called. So most of my songs are like that. Um, like I have this one song called "On Cratering Donna," which means the bold little creature, and the bold little creature is like kind of a, a representation of like the negative <clears throat> thoughts in your yeah. head. So right. like, you know. But this one, this one was crazy. I wrote this one in like 10 minutes um, and it's about my boyfriend who is back in Ireland and I miss him very much. He came to visit recently, didn't he? He did. That must be tough, man, having that long distance relationship. Yeah, it's so shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) But it's going to be worth it because we're getting married. I have a good feeling about it. Congratulations. Yes. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a date set? No, I just just know it's going to happen. I remember that time in my life. I remember the time when, when we were kind of open-endedly engaged. It was a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, the best yeah, of luck. I'm waiting for him to pop the question. but Gotcha. Well, if you're listening, buddy. Yes, Daniel. If you're listening. Get it you together. Hear that? <laughs> Come on. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just do Fuck it. everyone else's opinion. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what in terms of like the the music um, that you make, have you got? do you have any sort of future uh, aspirations? What do you want to do with it? I really want to be in a rock band. I'm moving to New York at the end of April and I have a crazy good feeling that I'm going to be in a rock band. I keep having these, like like I was talking about a few weeks ago, like these premonitions that I'm just like yeah. going to be on stage in a rock band. Nice. I can see it. I can see it. Oh, yes. And That's Greta awesome. Van Fleet, Ali yes, style. Yes. Greta That's Van Fleet. Awesome. Greta Van Fleet, if you're watching, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cool, man. And it's a bit of a departure from, you know, the music that I've experienced you play. Mm-hmm. You play a lot. You've, you've done a little bit of the circuit around here playing gigs, haven't you? Yeah, I've I've actually lost count of the amount of places that I've played now. And I've done like so many open mics around the area, too. And they're yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. How's your experience been playing in Florida? Um, I, I will I, say... I mean, I know it's not all been positive. <laughs> <laughs> I will say people are... People are a lot uh, more comfortable giving me criticism over here. Right. Um, just in terms of like, not even, and not even like, oh, you sound bad criticism. It's like, you know, I'll be playing in a pub on like a Friday night and someone's like, um, can you turn it down? Oh, that oh, kind oh. of thing. And yeah. it's like, I don't know. And then like, I hate it when people this, tell you to this turn one down. guy came up to me a few weeks ago and he said something. He spoke gibberish. I have no idea what he said, but. He's like, you don't understand what I'm saying. And I'm like, no. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> and he's like, it's Irish for how are you? And I was like, okay, uh... no, no, no. You've, you've said it wrong. And he's like, I didn't say it right. Are you even Irish? I was like, no, I'm Spanish. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, yeah. Of course I'm Irish. The endless heritage questions get too much. I get them. And it, but it's, it's, just, like, yeah. it's like when a 100% never left America American is telling me yeah. how to speak Irish. Yeah, that's stupid. That's unbelievably stupid. <laughs> I wait till you're in like a the rock band that you want to be in. People will come up and be like, "Oh, I'm a musician, and you need to turn up the guitar and turn down the vocals, and you know change the, change the sound of the bass." Time. And like, yeah. yeah, people people are suddenly like sound engineers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, you get all all sorts of those kind of questions. We'll tell you what it is. It's alcohol. It loosens the tongue. Oh yeah, you know, big time, especially because like. The main place I play is like Irish pubs. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. us too. You know. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they ask you for something that's 
totally out of context. <laughs> play zombie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Do you get asked to play zombie ever? We get asked to play zombie um, all the time. Some all the time. I get asked to play linger and dreams more than I would be asked to play zombie, which okay. is unfortunate because I love zombie. I would much <laughs> rather play that song. Um, oh, what's that other one? We could play zombie. We choose not to because the people that usually ask us are so obnoxious that we're like, nah, we're not going to play <laughs> yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> or there's that one song that I refuse to play, but I had to play it, Wagon Wheel. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we kind of stitch we've, up there. We've, we've embraced it. <laughs> we, we've decided like, we're like mid gig and he shouts across he's like you're gonna hate me i'm like what i know yeah he's like okay go so i'm like oh my god i'm not proud of it but there is a time and a place for that song and it's there when is. there's a bunch of, of yeah. like people dancing and they're in a super good mood it's, and they're of a certain age it's yeah. the wasted college girl anthem man yeah. i'm telling you it's, it, it is. is you play it and they all go nuts <laughs> it does seem to work that's funny. but um you know and the, you know the sad thing about wagon wheel is it's a good song that got completely destroyed by overplaying and a rather it a, a, bad ra- rap, a, a rather mediocre cover yeah yeah because you know the yeah, original is great i kind of have to agree with you on that like it is like it's a fun song to play, but I think it's just so ingrained in my brain. It's yeah. just like brushing my teeth yeah. in the morning. I'm like yeah. so over this. Like it's the same thing every day. <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, absolutely. But I remember when it came out, we played it all, all the time, every gig. And then we put it down for a really, really long time. And now every now and again, we'll put yeah. it Yeah, it's one of those songs you can't be playing it all the time. No, just exactly. It, yeah. And it's it a little bit right. of a musician's faux pas to play it, so we don't. We, we you know we try and steer clear of it. It's a bit like Tennessee whiskey, you know. I love that song. It's a beautiful. Song. I love that song. They're both be- they're both good songs. They've just been murdered. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like you know, Chris Stapleton's cover comes on all the time at work. It'll play like six times a day. And like every other song plays six times a day, I'm so over it. But Tennessee Whiskey, he does a good job with that one. He's got a beautiful really voice. I love Chris Stapleton. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. He's an incredible voice. I'm in love with Chris. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <Did> he? <laughs> so, um, all right. So that's the plan. Then moving to New York, you're going to start a rock band. That all sounds very exciting stuff. And. Um, the, the only thing for that, you when you get famous. Yes, <laughs> of course. The, the, only, the only thing that's a little sad about it is I very much enjoyed having someone around here who's into that kind I of music know, and the, you know Irish music. It's been great. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. We'll have to, to make the most of our remaining time. Exactly. Yeah. So um, you know, let's let's get on another song, man. I really enjoyed making that um, that last one. Mm-hmm. And um, so the other thing is we, we should make a point of saying is. I'm on the case about releasing our Eurovision song. Yes. So, uh, it, you know, in the next sort of uh, month to two months, that's going to be available. And um, are we going to stick with the name of the band? The name of the band? I think we should. Yeah, we yeah. were going with the Kicking Banshees. Yes. So that's the name of the band. So <laughs> Deora Danu by the Kicking Banshees. That's all you'll be looking out for. That'll be mine and Ali's song. And... Um, it's been great to have you on. I was really hoping we'd be able to catch you before you went before you, before you left yes, in New York. Yes, thank you and for thank you for inviting and, me. And the, and the the music you played was absolutely beautiful. Thank like, you. That's a really really beautiful song. Um, before we get out of here, I think it's going to rather important to talk about what we've got coming up. Yeah, we've got nothing coming up, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have the five six one music festival coming up. <laughs> I know, I know. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. This is going to be our third festival. I can't even believe it's going to be our third festival. I know, right? Um, but uh, just like all the other ones, two stages, 20 bands, all day. Blab Scam, Young Fiction, Killbillies, 33 Lions, Little Things Duo, Suicide Bombers, At the Starlight, Exigen Band, uh, Mad Mellow, Bear Maze, Killed by Florida, Butch and the Fat Dudes, Bitter Blue Jays, Zoo Peculiar, Mount Sinai, Andy Styron, Smoke Boss Militia, Billy Doom is Dead, Brayton, and Ambush. Yeah. Um, it's it's a just ridiculous lineup, and there's something for everyone. I mean, there's, you know, there's uh, uh, there's there's punk, there's uh, folk, there's, um, you know, there's That's rock, even harder there's, punk. Rock, there's, e- <laughs> there's emo, um, yeah. you know, there's reggae. I mean, there's there's literally, like, 
something for everyone. Like, yeah. like there's, you're not going to walk away. No matter what you like, you're not going to walk away disappointed. Absolutely. Um, and I think that makes for a better day anyway. It does, man. It's like it if does. you're getting banged over the head by the same thing all day, it's, it gets boring. Yeah. And listen, and, you know, and not to knock any other shows or anything, but, you know, you can go to another show for 10 or 15 bucks or you can come to this one for 10 bucks and get 20 bands. I'm so, saying, you know, 50 cents a and band. And 20 good can't. bands too. We didn't mess around when we, when no, we man. organized the people playing. We really yeah. wanted it to be a great show. So, you know, I, I, personally think every single band is on the bill is is awesome yeah for sure man and then um, of course none of this would be possible without our sponsors so yeah um we really really want a huge thank you to oasis root and kava bar live music community galliano family salon Raincat recording studios the shirt series backsavers chiropractic law offices of steinger green and finer matthews brewing of course for hosting and pure honey um pure honey uh has a um the march uh the March issue is just dropping now, and uh, we have a, a full, huge, full-page ad in there. Um, yeah, man. You showed it to me earlier. Yeah, it's, it's so yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about that, man. That's going to be nice for us. And um, He wrote a rather lovely article, and then, too. Yeah, and they, they, uh, one, of, one of his guys there, or a couple of his guys, I think, wrote a, wrote a nice article um, about the festival, about us, about Killbillies. It was really nice. It was well-written. Uh, yeah, they then, used some some words, some real vocab in there. <laughs> right, big words. I had to look some of them up. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then we have ads running on their website banner ads and things like that and um i'm getting ready to pull the trigger on billboards again like we did last year no, let's do it so, so last year we we actually um we we got one of those mo like those highway billboards this is the coolest thing yeah. Sick, yeah 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 so we're, yeah so we're gonna do that again this year um yeah it's all coming together man it's all yeah. coming together march 30th uh 11 a.m or 12 i guess 12 noon technically 12 noon to about uh 11 p.m um, 20 bands, $10, 561musicfest.com. Yeah, man. Um, I'm very excited. Actually, on my phone, I just realized, on my phone is the, is the, the logo. This is your... the logo for Deora oh, Danny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like the tree of life nice. but in purple. But um, yeah, so, anyways, um, the, this weekend, um, shows wise, we have got Propaganda on Thursday, yep. got O'Shea's on Friday. We've got Paddy Max on Saturday and Guanabarnas on Sunday. So come out and see Killbillies. Um, we would love to see you out. You know, it, it, there's no point in playing music to no one. Come yeah. and see us play. Yeah, yeah. And if you're out and about and you're looking for something to do during the day, uh, come out to the Lake Worth Street Painting Festival and yeah. come say hello. Absolutely. Um, All right. Well, that's that. Thank you so much for coming on, Ali. Thank you for having me. Okay. See you guys. Awesome. Check it out, it's what we're all about